What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Roez. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. What's going on, everybody? I'm Pedro Rose, creative tech here at Adafruit. And every week, we come to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is a show where we combine 3D printing and electronics to make inspirational projects. How's everybody doing? Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's go ahead and start the show with this week's coupon code. Spooky Fruit. Spooky Fruit. If you want to pick up anything in the Adafruit shop, you can use Spooky Fruit at checkout. Woo. You can get 10% off your order. This works for everything in the shop, except for gift certificates, coupon codes, and Adabox subscriptions. Mm -hmm. Which you need to subscribe really soon. We're getting all those nice and ready for before. Yeah, it's coming. It's going to be ready before Halloween, so have plenty of time to make any of your props or cosplay costumes for Halloween. That's so right. Definitely sign up for that because once all of the subscriptions are signed up for, you can't get it until we put it in the store as a separate package. That's right. You can go to adafruit.com slash, you guessed it, Adabox. That's right there. Here all right. Sign up. We also got Today. some cool freebie deals still going on. If you go to adafruit.com slash free, which I will do right now, you can see all the tiers and they are the same. Here's the website. See the same photo. Very mm -hmm. nice. So you get a couple tiers, 100 bucks or more. You get a free Perma Proto half size for $200 or more. You get free UPS ground shipping for the continental US only. And for $299 or more, you get all that and a Circuit Playground Express. Get those while supplies last. Same day delivery is an option in New York City. You need your stuff right away. Same day delivery, New York City, zip codes apply. Certain ones apply. Mm -hmm. Go to the websites for that. CircuitPython meeting happens every Monday at 2 p.m. 
It is published on the YouTube channel. It's got a playlist as well. You can sit in and listen to the, the happenings live on the Discord channel. The Discord channel is discord.gg slash Adafruit. That's one of the links. Or you can do adafruit.it slash Discord. That's another one. Anyway, um, check it out. It's a meeting. It's about an hour and a half or so. So you can check it out and find out all the awesome stuff that the devs and other folks are working on in CircuitPython. That is the CircuitPython cake. Yes, it's a delicious cake. Very delicious. From what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> it was red in the middle. Blink and bleeds red. Yeah, anyway. for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so we got newsletters. Adafruitdaily.com is a uh, separate website. It's not tied to your account. So if you want to see some daily newsletter stuff in your inbox, it's mostly tips and uh, news, community news, that sort of stuff. You have to pick the category you want, and then you get subscribed to it. Mm -hmm. Adafruit newsletter happens once a week. It's product focused. So it happens every week, once a week. Adafruit.com slash newsletter for that one. We're talking about Discord. We're hanging out in there. We are chilling in the um, which, 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 which room? It's the live broadcast chat room. It's under the general tab. So we're hanging out in there. Hey, hey. I just said what's up to Yanni. And He's hanging for out. Convenience, we're also in the YouTube chat. That's right. Give a quick shout out to everybody in there. Thank you all for joining. Robbie Crash, Sadie Conley, Ruby. Sorry. <laughs> Time to question some names. Kennel. <laughs> Uh, William, Matable, who's in the house? Uh, okay, Pedro, we got it. You're terrible <laughs> at naming. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, it is 8:30 in India. So give shout outs to everybody in there. Good nights and good mornings awesome. and yeah, everybody all over the world. Sweet, okay. we're in, we're over here. It's morning here. All right. Um, Kinder North. Yeah. Yeah, so this week we got a fun project for you. We made a case for the Halloween. Let's take a look at it in the overhead. This is the Halloween case. So it is a two-piece 3D printed case for the Halloween. Showed this off a couple weeks ago, but this is sort of final design. Look right here, I got some vinyl. This is a sticky vinyl decal that I cut on a, on a, a Cree-cut machine. It works pretty well. You can cut it out of different things, um, but this works pretty well. Um, we have access to all the little cap touch buttons here. You got four here. This breaks out the display and only shows the the eye animation. This is the uh, the eye demo code that's running. So when you get uh, the Halloween it is sort of the default code that's running on it. And you have a, the addition here is I added a little hole here so that you so that light can be fed into the light sensor. So if I Shine some light in there, we can get the pupil to animate. So there's our pupil animating there. There we go. We're, Petra had a good suggestion of adding a light pipe in here. We have some 175 Talman filament that we could probably shove in there and we can get a little bit of be better lighting. But because it's uh, hot, you know, since it's dark inside the case, that's why the pupil sees it as dark because it is dark in there. Okay. Some other things we added, we added these loops here. So these loops are printed without any support material, so they have a nice little 45 uh, degree uh, edge here. And that way it prints without any supports. And then these holes are big enough to fit two of these 
uh, slip rings, I think they're called. You can get these from hobby stores or local markets. Uh, and this is just like a leather necklace that just kind of threads through there. You've got access to the USB port right there. So you can power it from USB or you can um, reprogram it. So you got that. A little bit bigger than I'd like, but it's there. It is a snap fit case, so there's no screws to, uh, to put this thing together. On the back here, we have access to the NeoPixel and the on-off switch, and of course these uh, cap touch things. I'm just trying to get the thing to focus. We're gonna focus on... There we go. So the way to open it is um, you fit your fingernail inside this and just press and it clicks open. Okay, let's do that to the other side again. Clicks open. Should have held it a little bit better. This is held on um, just by friction. So there are these two little nubs here that kind of uh, clip and hold the edge of the PCB in there. To take it out, yeah, so there's no screws. There's a little bit of wiggle room, which is great. There's just a tiny bit of wiggle room to, to let it breathe a little bit in there. To get it out, I have to get my fingernail in between here like this. Let's see if I can do it this way. That's the best way to do it, is to just get this one fingernail under there, and then this one, and you can pry it out like that. You want to be very, very, very careful, careful with this top part here. This is the ribbon. I have shorted it out at least three times. If you short it off, quickly turn it off, and then turn it back on, hopefully it works. If you drop it, it will definitely break, so don't drop it. I have yet to drop it. Another thing I want to note is that it is the, the display itself is on a, a piece of foam tape. So the, the piece of foam tape is a little thick, so it pushes, the, pushes the, the LCD screen a little bit up. That's important to know because if you're trying to use the lens, because I have two versions of this, I have a version that's a little bit bigger. So we're looking at this version now. This version allows the lens, the 40 millimeter convex lens that we have in the shop, uh, it allows this to fit through it. However, you do have to do a little bit of cosmetic surgery on this guy. As I was saying, um, I got a, uh, I actually removed this. I wish I could show it to you. Um, it's in the book, so I can't really get to it, but um, you can get rid of that tape and then use something thinner like double-sided tape. That tends to work out pretty well. But you want to be very, very uh, careful with that. This is very delicate. I probably don't recommend doing it, so don't do it. <laughs> so don't do that. Don't do that. I, I kind of prefer it without the lens, actually. So I was taking this out just to show the back. So the battery. Let's talk about the battery and how, which one we're using. So I just popped it out. Here's the backing of it. There's these two standoffs that elevate the board and then it's just kind of the edge of the board fits on this thing here. So here's the back. I had to shorten, so this is a 100 milliamp LiPo battery. We are working on stocking a bigger one that will fit back here in between these two headers. But for now, the 105 milliamp battery seems to work. However, you do have to do a little bit of work. You have to trim this wire. This cable is a little bit lengthy when you get it. It's about that long maybe. But it does come with a JST connector which plugs into this perfectly. You got the USB charging circuit, so you can recharge this LiPo battery. Um, but again, you do have to cut and shorten this cable to make it fit. The battery is held in place with 
some of this stuff, my favorite stuff. It's uh, tack, mounting tack. So I just stick it on there. It doesn't short anything out because it's not conductive. And it just kind of sticks there. It doesn't leave any residue as well, so that's really nice. It's tack, mounting tack, fun tack, different words for it. So that's the board. Pretty good. Now we're going to put it back inside. Actually, let's, let's show up this second version of it. So uh, Bill Binko, shout out to Bill Binko of AT Makers. He wanted uh, a version of the backing so that we can clip on this, uh, this here clip so we can like put it on different things. And we want to slip it on a, uh, a laptop. It's like, can't show it, but you can kind of slip it over if you want. Uh, some caveats with this one is that you probably want to add a dab of glue right here. This is how it connects. It just kind of press fits in there. These two little tabs and this press fits in there like that. And then you probably want to add uh, a drop of glue or something to keep it in there forevers. Uh, another thing is that there's these little end stops that won't allow the thing to be pressed all the way through. And this is actually parametric too so that we can adjust the depth. So if we have a thicker monitor that we want to lay this onto or thicker material, we can, uh, we can change that. But it's more of a clip and it's uh, labeled as such in the SCL file. So that's how that works. They both have the loops. The all versions have the loops um, for wearing. So to put it back, let's go ahead and fit it in here. Start off with an angle. Kind of try to get it over those nubs. Let's take a look at just kind of fitting it first, right? So the way this, this clicks in is the top has this little, um, this sort of V-shaped geometry like that. And this locks into the nubs that are on the edge of this case here. So you can see the, uh, the, the nubs are right there. They're very, very small, um, but they, they work really well. So you click it in like that. And then this other side, you just press it down. Ready? Here we go. It clicks in like that. And you have very little gap right here on the edges. So that's how that works. So again, to open it, get your finger in there, pop it out. There we go. Nice coffin for your board. So now that I have that in there, I just click it in. Let's click it in there like that. Those, uh, those standoffs here, these little kind of pegs will uh, fit through these two holes there. So now you got that. A little bit of wiggle room. And then we can pop this one back on. Start off with this edge. Click that in. And then click that in. There we go. We got a nice secured case. It's not going to break, hopefully. That's kind of it. The step file and the Fusion 360 file are up on our GitHub page and the Thingiverse page. They are available to download and uh, remix. You can edit it in whatever CAD package, Tinkercad, Fusion, uh, any of those, uh, FreeCAD, any of those. Um, this is an SVG file that is also available to, to print or cut out. Um, little note on that, it's not super perfect, so I ended up cutting off these edges here. Because um, it's not perfect, but it's pretty close. I traced it out by hand, so this is a vector file, though, so you can either laser cut it or cut it on a vinyl cutter. So that works well. It just gives it more, more uh, without it, it just looks pretty bland. Uh, and of course, this version is huge because of the, 
the lens makes it really big, kind of magnifies the, the graphic on the TFT display. So that's really much it. That's the, kind of the case in a nutshell. I'm going to put back over to autofocus. Works out pretty good. That you did make a version that'll fit the uh, Cobitron lens that goes on there as well. Yeah, it's right there. And then I already talked about um, the caveats with that is that the lens, uh, the display has a foam tape and it won't allow the case because you have to make the case even bigger and thicker in order to accommodate for the, uh, the foam tape. I kind of like it without the lens. So I another thing is we don't, we, it's not in stock right now, the lens. It's like it's hard to stock it, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, and it gives it a lot of reflection, a lot of, yeah, it's very difficult to film, to film it. So I'm glad that this version without it works pretty well. Obviously the viewing angle isn't, um, you know, 180 degrees, but it's pretty good. As you can see, you can see it starts inverting in certain areas because it is polarized, right? All, all, all displays are. It's hard to do this overhead. Autofocus is terrible. <laughs> so in any manner, that's it. How thick is it? It's about that thick. Yeah, it's about that thick. The filament, this is a really nice filament. This is Vertigo Gray from Filamentum. Very, very nice glitter-infused filament. Printed on Ultimaker 3, but you could work on any other printer as well without any supports. So that's, that's the sort of project this week. Nice, simple one. If you got yourself a Halloween, you need to 3D print yourself a case. Here we go. Print yourself the case. Excellent way to Pick protect different nice little versions. Uh, enclosure for that. Yep, very cool. We've got some comments coming in. John K saying that you can use M3 carpet tape. Very sticky, it's on both sides. Mm. You should be able to, um, I'm, I'm thinking it's gonna be nice and thin as well for the display, yeah. Excellent, yes. Yes, that's a good, that's a good option. Um, and then to get rid of the foam, um, I use the spudger tool. Spudger tool is used for prying things open. I dabbed that in alcohol to soften the adhesive. You, you want to do this with it off if you, if you do do that. Um, but yeah, that's how I did it. Some other things you can do is paint the edges here to, to, to get rid of some light leaking. So if you have uh, a project that's leaking a little bit of light, you can uh, paint the bezel of this display. All right, so that's one of the projects that we got this week. We're working on another one in collaboration with our good friend, Brandy. <laughs> Do you want to show a book? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go let's look at a book. We so, got a case, but we're working on a book. Keeping in uh, line with the Halloween theme. Uh, so my wife, Brandy, is a huge fan of Hocus Pocus, and she's been wanting to make a book for quite some time now. So she took it upon herself to go ahead and do the very awesome crafty part of the project, which is creating the book skin cover itself. So here it is. We just stuck a, you know, hmm? nothing modified, just stuck the Halloween in there. So this will be a nice, simple project, I believe, for next week, um, showing you how she did the air dry clay for making all of the snakes and the twine and all that stuff for doing the skin. Modge Podge and all that stuff, yeah. doing the back and everything like that. 
Yeah, there's no 3D printing here. It is mostly arts and crafts. Yeah, very nice and arts and crafty. You of course, have the potions and spells and all that stuff in there as well. So nice, simple project. Uh, makes an excellent, um, you know, prop for your uh, Salem witch <laughs> cosplay if you choose to go as. And uh, super cool. Just having if you were, you know, having trick or treaters come through, you can have that as your nice little display. So yeah. awesome crafty project for that. So this is the um, bop, 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 bop. this is the convex lens, 40 millimeter diameter lens that we carry in the shop. Um, I only have one of them, so I couldn't use it in this project. But as you can see, it does, you know, it, it magnify the, the actual graphic on the display. Yeah. So it seems to work out pretty well. So yeah, it looks pretty good on the, uh, looks pretty good on looks the overhead. Pretty good on the overhead, yeah. So hopefully there's a Again, lot more easier to film. Yeah. <laughs> like at my angle, I can't even see the eye. All I see is glass I know. and reflectivity. That's the only bad thing about it. Yeah. But if you're looking straight up at it, it looks really good. Yeah. So that's the only caveat of having that lens on there. Yep, this <clears> is a cookbook <throat> that I think Brandy found from Goodwill or thrift, sh thrift store. Oh yeah, she saved so all the cooking. Cookbook. Ooh, I want a burger. Burglar life. <laughs> Pita. So, so nice simple project coming yeah. up. Also got a couple other cosplay ones. Uh, really cool um, Princess Peach uh, crown that was uploaded. Uh, I'll post the link to this if you want to download your own. But of course, when I 3 printed it, I didn't take into account the scaling on it. As you can see, when I put it on me, it's humongous. <laughs> uh, so of course, I wanted to add LEDs on there. So I already cut out the holes for that. So I shrunk it down and stuck these 10 millimeter LEDs in there, did some modifications so the gems will act as a nice little diffuser. And here's what they look like. Oh, they're completely blown out. <laughs> you wanna lower down the... Yeah, sure, let's do that. So they look beautiful with all the diffusion on there. Let's see, yeah, that's pretty cool. So maybe stick a th uh, trinket in there to add some pulsing to it or something like that. But all of the uh, 10 millimeter LEDs that we carry in the shop have these uh, diffusing through a translucent uh, PLA filament. And those are add-on? This isn't a dual extruded print or is it no, dual extruded? this is printed separately and then they just, I'll show it uh, during when the project actually releases, but yeah, they just snap in to the uh, 10 millimeter LED. You can see in the back there. So I'm just gonna bend these legs back like that to okay. connect all those guys up. I did think about Dual extruding, this, dual extruding this with the conductive uh, PLA. So you could like make the traces for all those on there, but I don't know if I'm gonna go with that. Probably just do the legs bending, connecting that way. How flexible is it? Oh, so this is printed with a uh, Cheetah Ninja Flex. So yeah, it's nice and can you flexible. Can down, flat like this? Oh, so, yeah. oh there you go. Oh, it's got some good um, flex to it and it's very, it's, Feels thick. Feels like three millimeters thick or so. Uh, this guy right here, I think it's like one point five millimeters. So that's another. Just how it feels. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. Sorry. Yeah. I was over here listening to the playback audio. Here, there was some cleanup re required here. As you yes. can see, there's some details. Not a perfect print, but from afar, it looks phenomenal. I forget what the rule is. The sure. five foot rule or whatever it is. Yeah, you have to stand <laughs> five feet away from it. <laughs> but nice. uh, the, the plan is to what? Airbrush this? With the proper color? I think I'm going to airbrush tones? it, yeah, yeah. To get that Air. nice gold color in there because we don't have any yellow Ninja Flex. Uh, Correct. At least not enough of yeah. it. So white's a great color because you can always paint it, right? Yeah. 
Uh, and another thing, of course, like if you guys are interested in oh, just yes. getting yellow. Yeah, this is jellyfish, right? Uh, I think they call it from Sun. Fenner? No, oh, this, it is is, this is Fenner from Fenner, yeah. Okay. Fenner Drives is the manufacturer of Ninja Flex, Ninja yeah. Tech, whatever they call it these days. Yeah, I'm going to... Try to go fancy and do like the the shadowing and stuff like that with the airbrushing. So great. See yeah. how that turns out. So airbrushing on Ninja Flex works very well. Yes, yeah, so we have a couple, a couple of guides couple on that. Things you got a guide on it, mm -hmm. and uh, it works really well. Yes. Can you sand Ninja Flex? I think you can. Uh, I think I've seen people sand I think it. I've seen some people sand it. So the way it's going to go on is uh, another th cool thing you can do with Ninja Flex is you can cut it, you can punch holes into it. Yes. So that's how it will attach to the head. Mm -hmm. um, either that or it will like, do a 3D print, a, I forget what these things are called, that like go into your hair. You just notice the flashes are gone. Yay, I can see. Hold on, let me get my baby crown on. Nice. <laughs> so right. something like that as well. Print to have it attached to a head. Sweet. Cool. Nice Very cool. little gems and everything. Yeah, so Brandy's going to be Princess Peach with Hocus Pocus book. <laughs> yes, so my uh, five-year-old, Gavin, has been he's loving loves Mario. Mario yeah. yeah, so he's definitely going to go as Mario mm -hmm. and is demanded. Really <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be Toad. <laughs> okay. You be Toad? I guess so. Oh, that's great. Because he's Mario. Yeah, he already picked out what everyone's going to be. That's why he does the picking. Cool. So, yeah, we'll go with that. And uh, hopefully have a little costume to go along with the cosplay for yep. this. Should be nice and fun to do. Another thing, I think I talked about it last week. Super cool LED whip that we saw somebody make with a strand of a uh, strip of NeoPixels. So the way that they constructed it, it looks like it's just being held onto the strip. So while we were in, I think it was Michael's or Spirit, I don't remember, like everyone has Halloween, really good Halloween decorations this year. It's really been ramped up in terms of quality on all that. I think it was Target, I don't remember. Uh, just the way that they did the rivets for this really cool uh, snake bone thing, I really like the way that they did these press fit uh, like hinges for that. So I'm definitely gonna uh, borrow this design so all of the separate sections can snap together and then we have a nice reinforced, I'm just gonna use like Ninja Flex to have all these go through. And then the NeoPixel strip will be all through here. So all three printed, of course. Uh, I think I'm gonna do it with Ninja Flex. Make sure that it's nice and flexible. You can actually swing around in a NeoPixel LED whip. I think it will be really cool. Excellent. Rawr. It's like a Python. Yeah, like I think it's Blinka. Blinka. <laughs> I didn't know we Blinka ate, had... We ate the cake and now she is a skeleton. <laughs> this is what's left of the cake. This is what's left of Blinka. I didn't know she had fangs. She was delicious. <laughs> so that's just some of the things that we have cooking up. Prototyping. Yes. I'm cool. walking away. I'll be back. Nice, this. fun um, Halloween season. Really happy that we get to work on these really cool projects. Speaking of really cool projects, this is the, a printout of the saber wing that Lamar is working on. So I printed this out because I, I needed a wiring diagram. Here's my wiring diagram. So I don't know if you can tell, but over here we're going to have a part for NeoPixel uh, strips. So we have that. And over here we have um, RGB pins for the RGB button. Um, it's basically a tricked out feather. M4 based, I want to say. It's a feather, sorry, it's a feather wing, so it, it doesn't have the, uh, it doesn't have a SAMD from what I can tell. So you put this, it's supposed to be like a prop wing, you put this on your M4 or M0 Express, and now uh, we'll give you NeoPixel driver, 
uh, a three watt LED driver, um, accelerometer, amplifier. I think it's a two or a three watt amplifier, potentiometer for um, adjusting and tuning the audio, reset button, some other fancy stuff. Yeah, so that's the, the thing. I've been working on a 3D printed. Uh, Here's the main show right here. This is cool. Bam. This is neat. This is a 3D printed hilt lightsaber. This is the RGB uh, metal push buttons that we have in, in the shop. And inside, we really wanted to have a detachable panel. So this is a detachable panel. It's held in by magnets. These are little magnets here, neodymium. Inside there, we have the M4, Adafruit M4 Feather Express. We got some uh, on-off switches here. Let's go ahead and kind of take this off. So uh, I wanted this to be modular so that we can swap out different pieces. So this has a coil. I got inspired by the the uh, the hilts that uh, that we that you can get from um, the various Disney stores sell like these these modular uh, hilts, and I got inspired by that. So the electronics will pop out like this, and all of the boards here. This is actually the prototype. So this is this in individual. Uh, boards. So you have the amplifier, the PAM 8302, you got the LIS 3DH accelerometer, and then all of those are just mounted on this prop, uh, this uh, proto wing. It's just a wing that has a bunch of holes in it so you can uh, wire up your own things. Um, and then I have these two standoffs that kind of create this nice super sturdy structure. I got a MOSFET in there for doing all the current driving. Um, and that's kind of it. It's a nice little circuit sandwich here. Little all the wiring and stuff are actually in between the two boards, which is a really nice way to do it. Um, but that's the kind of the point is to be able to swap out um, the uh, sort of the core of your lightsaber and it just fits in there. You can get a little bit deeper in there and take a look. We got the speaker over here. This is the new speaker I'm taking a look at. I saw Bob Claggett of I Like To Make Stuff use this speaker in his lightsaber build from a few years ago. It's a 40 millimeter uh, speaker. It's, I think they call it like a trumpet speaker, like a mini subwoofer speaker. That's so cool. It is very, very cool. It's got uh, three watts, four ohms. So it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty nice. And then uh, the battery is this guy here. You can actually pull that out. I hope I can pull it out. Yeah, probably not pull it out. Uh, so the speaker is a 2200 milliamp uh, lipo battery. So it's a nice, strong one. There it goes. I got a couple wires in there, so again, it's supposed to be modular, so um, things kind of uh, can uh, screw on like that, and then it gets held in place with uh, with friction. There is a uh, a screw here that clamps these two pieces together. I got inspired by uh, the hilt design from Velcro on uh, you imagine Velcro released a, a, a hilt similar to this. Um, quite a few years ago. Uh, so I was studying that and, and seeing how he did it. Just the having the detachable panel though, is really, uh, really nice to have. And all the, the proper dimensions for allowing all the components to fit in there. So this is a design I put together in Fusion 360. It'll be an open source design, of course, and uh, getting a lot of help from Lady Ada and Phil B and John Park and Azure Skies, a lot of folks are helping contribute yes. their, uh, their, their ideas, inspirations, and contributions. It's not finished yet, but uh, it's an ongoing project that will uh, kind of take a while. I think uh, we're, we're still waiting to get the PCBs back from our fab house so that we can um, 
make a couple prototypes and make sure all the routing and stuff is, is working out. But that's what we're working on. Nice little lightsaber. We haven't done a lightsaber uh, project yet, and Lamar thought it was a good idea to actually make a proper feather wing that is designed to really make it a lot easier because there's a lot of wires and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm still figuring out better ways to, uh, to wire this because I, I don't like having to panel mount things and then wiring it later. So those are just some of the wires. These are actually the silicone coated ribbon wires that we have. They're, they're pre like set up for you. We have them different numbers and stuff. So I figured I'd use this stuff because it's nice and flexy and bendable. Once so you go with go. those, you don't want to go back. I want a spool of that stuff now. Yeah, I do too. Because you only get it in like two meters or so. Yeah. So still working on hooking everything up. So that's where I'm at with it. But very cool. Nice Just little sweet uh, saber project. I like that it's, um, in terms of the size, a little bit smaller than what the build your own lightsabers are. Uh, so the, the, the girth of it? Like yeah, the yeah, the, yeah, the diameter. Yeah, it is, because they had to, they make it so you can change yeah. out the things. And mine's like that too, a little bit different. Some different things here. All this is filamentum's uh, filament from filamentum. They mm. have some awesome stuff. We're working with them to hopefully stock some, uh, some of their filament. Because Big we are going through filament. so many spools of this stuff. Yeah. And when that happens, we just stock it. Yep, that is, that is true. Uh, so this is the Rapunzel Silver. This is the Vertigo Gray, uh, yeah, Vertigo Gray with the embedded, impregnated uh, glitter. And then these are the Rapunzel. So they get some really nice, really nice colors. Mm -hmm. This just fits in there. I just got that tube. Oh yeah, these, uh, I forgot what they're called. Yeah, I recommend T8. getting them from Home Depot, not Lowe's. Lowe's does not have them. These are T8 size bulbs. Bulb holders, you can see here, it's four feet tall or whatever. Mm -hmm. Is it feet? Yeah, feet. four foot tall. T8 fluorescent bulb uh, containers. That's right. So it's meant to like... Uh, Hold a broken, um, is what it says on here. It's oh, really? Made uh, broken yeah, glass. Yeah, safety contains broken glass. Oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. cold weather, weather startup. Weather okay. start yeah. up. But these are great saber, uh, <laughs> saber yeah. tubes. And of course, John Parks has an entire guide on building one if you want to use just the hollowing. Um, That's right. Looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah, great, great code too. It has oh my God, yeah. Swing detection. All of the swings, all great. the sweet sound effects. Mm -hmm. Definitely check out that. And if you want to go ahead and get started on your own, you can of course pick up all of the individual components to go ahead and start plopping these on the proto wing right. of the feather. Yeah. Since we can see that it can totally, definitely work. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. All right. Well, that's uh, sort of what we're working on. Take couple some questions of in the background. Yeah. A couple of comments here. Add a charging port uh, that is magnetic. Says uh, Yanni. Uh, people want to <laughs> add servos to that snake uh, skull and bones. <laughs> With the like the e-cigarette smoke, that'd be pretty cool. Um, yes, we all want Colin. <laughs> Colin is working on a Colin. couple of different videos. So he works on uh, the iOS apps. He works on the uh, puppeteering. He script works writing. on script writing. Circuit playground the show. Yeah, Colin yeah. does. He, he's he's in the background doing tons of work. He's in the foreground. You just can't <laughs> see him. 
Yeah. And if you tune into uh, Show and Tell, he's frequently on there as well. If you want to mm -hmm. take a look at some of the cool stuff he's working on. Sweet. You want to go to Time Lapse Tuesday? Yeah, let's go ahead and jump into this week's Community Makes. Let's check it out. Everybody seemed like this really cool uh, statue skeleton. Is that how it starts? Uh, hmm. No. It's probably the in and out. Hmm. You can cut over to the overhead. Yeah, let's do that. While you uh, take a look at that. Super simple. I wanted to add some LEDs onto that, but um, just ran out of time working on last week's uh, blade saw project. It took way more than uh, we thought it would. Uh, what I originally wanted to do was add some holes to the bottom so you could fit some of the 10 millimeter LEDs and have some like glowing effects coming out through the skull eyes. Uh, wanted to do like the UV reactive filament for the eyes since it is dual extruded. Uh, but you can just take this in like Tinkercad or Mesh Mixer and just add some holes on the bottom here. Line it up with where the uh, eyes for that is. Looks pretty good. I already did a, uh, I did a quick little test to see what it looked like. And it looks pretty awesome. Just having it flicker. Uh, it's super sweet uh, dual extruded model. Um, the designer, it's in the link. Sorry, I could, forgot what it was. Uh, remixed, so it is dual extruded. Yeah, we got links in the description, folks. I'm gonna yeah. pull those out as well. Definitely want to give them credit as well. Sebastian de de Grazella. Grazia. Grazia did an excellent job in uh, modeling this. I wanted to add like some airbrushing textures on that, but of course, ran out of time. So you did the dual extrusion. You painted it and yeah, he actually it? links. I think yeah, right there. My mini factory is where the original link is from. But this doesn't look dual extruded. What do I mean? Am I wrong? It's um, just one piece. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to look for where those were. But if you just want to uh, Is this the wrong link? Or? I will investigate. Okay. But if you want to look at the original ones, that is linked there. All right, cool. Yeah, print it out in one piece if mm -hmm. you want. Paint uh, it. it will be uploaded as a remix as well, so it probably doesn't matter um, okay. where... I mean, obviously, we'll credit that one as well. Did you use Mesh Mixer? I had to use... Uh, no. Nothing. This was already done. Oh, okay. This was already split oh, sorry. up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. So all I had to do is just re-merge it inside of uh, Cura. Sweet. There's a little rat in there if you didn't notice. Yeah, there's a, a tiny little rat in there. Mouse, whatever. Yeah. All printed with supports yeah, everywhere. It's crazy. Supports were Let's all over this model. So if you jump into the time-lapse video of this. Yeah, I don't know why it's doing it. I know. I would have loved to make the mouse a different color. I don't have a triple extruder. Check that out. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, we are uh, looking at seeing if Funny the, story. Yeah, if the palette uh, 2 Pro will work oh, yeah, with was, the yeah. Ultimakers because we are we've gotten rid of all of our one seven five mm. millimeter printers. All except one. <laughs> yeah, all except Aventure, one. Which is what we stock in the store. Yeah, yeah. yeah yep, funny, this is true. Funny story about this one. It's a. Uh, the uh, the lighting effect you see there, it's actually like one of those projector bulbs. Oh yeah, it's one of these cool projector bulbs yeah. which we've had. I've pretty old now. We're gonna have to go yeah. get another one because yeah, it died out. immediately <laughs> after shooting this video. It has a built-in motor, so it's like spinning. I know. I feel like so a, bad like this texture recycling it and getting rid of it. I want to rip it, rip the motor out or something. Yeah, I, something's wrong with the video. Can't. Oh, it. the in and out. Oh yeah. There's no fine. in and out. That's why I'm like. Oh, that's there's weird. no in and out. <laughs> yes, we 
definitely hand color the mouse. Again, I completely ran out of time. <laughs> Hopefully I get some work when my child is old enough to help out. <laughs> it just won't budge no matter what I do. Oh, that's fine. You can check out the links for the full video on that. I'm jumping into some other really cool makes for this week. That's it, Peter. Oh, that's it? Yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't have anything else. So. There you go. So, that's weird. I bet this will work. Oh yeah, that worked. <laughs> that works this great. Is, this is a fail of the thing. <laughs> oh yeah, this is, every time you see anything that we make, it's definitely not the first try. Sometimes well, it only is. Only sometimes. Well, well, Most likely it took about five times. What happened here? Did we run out of <laughs> filament? Did it get caught? Did it get tangled? I don't know what happened. I think it got tangled. Okay. Yeah. We have uh, external spools, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of spool holders. Yeah, yeah. Look at that rat's nest that looks yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we were sleeping. We let this run while we were sleeping. You know, the first yeah. 10 layers look great. Mm -hmm. You go to sleep, you wake up, there's a rat's nest. Mm -hmm. That's printing. Happens with every printer. <laughs> yep. There you go. It's a minute long. Got 12 seconds left here. Um, so this is the first thing you saw in the morning and you quickly turned off the time lapse and turned off the printer. Processed it and said, this is perfect footage for a <laughs> fail. <laughs> and there it goes, it's done. <laughs> so even your fails can be turned into something cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's gonna be it for the show. We wanted to do a kind of a quick one. We wanted to do a 30 minute show, but it looks like we're a little over, but hey, that's fine. Oh, cool. Let's run through the last thing. Spooky Fruit is the coupon code. If you wanna mm -hmm. pick up anything in your fruit shop, please Any do so and use the coupon code Spooky Fruit. Get 10% off your order. And oh. yes, we know it is out of stock, but definitely put in your email address in there for the notify me button. Uh, if you want to get notified as soon as those go in. We, mm -hmm. They were they, literally in stock yesterday and I saw there was 21 in stock. It's like, cool. All right. Well, those, those will definitely be in stock don't by Wednesday. wait. Do not wait. I myself <laughs> was waiting and now, yeah. Yeah. I don't have any backups. <laughs> we have to reuse the Halloween. All right. So anyway, let's pick a fruit. A quick question here from Bill from AT Makers asking for the globe that was used in the AT dice roller. Wait, that's the one we sell in the shop, right? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just uh, go to the website, search for globe. There it is. There you go. We have it in stock. A couple of different projects you can do with this sweet bulb, especially after well no you can use it for halloween yeah. as well make it a eight ball or the what is the crystal ball like for witch or whatever yeah that's a great idea it mm -hmm. comes with three of these things so you get the bulb you get this cap so you can seal so you can seal it with you want to put it with water and you have the cap itself polycarbonate i believe or mm -hmm. what is it hdtp hdtp uh it's something no, yeah jug. yep exactly Anyway, we uh, 3D printed the coil for this, so we know it works really well. Yeah. So we have that as a separate file, and uh, it's sort of like a, a component that you could reuse if you want to make your own kind of screw fit thing. Of different uses for this. Uh, like Bill mentioned, if you scroll down to the learn stuff, we made a um, dice roller, automatic dice roller, of course, with... Uh, yeah, that pink thing there is the, uh, the holder is the, part. Is the holder part. It's a little rotating platter. Uses yeah. just a regular motor. If you uh, look over to the left hand side as well, that's where all the products that were used. You can always 
get a sense of where to get these. There also, if you scroll all the way down to the parts list, here's other stuff as well. Hardware. Hardware, screws. Wires, tools. Wires, all the cool stuff needed to make one I of these. I love this guy, this is a really, really nice guy. Yeah. Very nice. Sweet, this is my, cool. one of my favorite projects, definitely. Yeah, this is really the cool. The canning of it was like, mm -hmm. did my best. We there. actually donated this to um, yes. someone who actually needed this, yeah. who requested She's using it as a learning tool. Yeah. Um, creating custom kind of lesson plans and things. Mm -hmm. Very neat, very cool. Which is what uh, Bill wants to do with these. He wants to make a bunch of these for his Make-a-thon in late November. Yay. Making lots of dice rollers for the older kids, the D&D yeah. age. We're gonna try to get cool. out there. Awesome. Other thing um, for this one, what was it? Oh yeah, yeah with uh, Christmas, of course, the globe. Oh, even yeah. I think I want to make, now just seeing this, I noticed we don't have a doing something with like ornaments or something, right? That'd be pretty cool, electronic yeah. ornaments. Hey, sweet. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's cool. so cool. That's a laser cut acrylic mm, piece mm -hmm. inside there. That's how we were able to get that effect. Throw some glitter in there. You got yourself a nice. Have the circuit playground circuit express playground the with a battery right on the bottom of that. You have a super awesome glowy uh, snow globe. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, thank you, Bill. Yeah. Open invitation too. Bill says to anybody in the Orlando area, November twenty fifth. Hackathon. With the hackathon is going to be an awesome cause for all the kids. Um, they're going to be making. They're converting a lot of toys. Uh, adding AT switches to them, so yes. people adapting might have toys. Uh, yeah, adapting toys. Super cool. All right, well, that's not it for today, folks. This is Wednesday. That's where we do the show. Not on a Thursday, on a Wednesday, but we do have something Thursday. Later tonight, we have Ask Engineer. Sorry, we have Show and Tell. That's so if you'd like to share any your, your projects, any things that you're working on or that you'd like to work on. You can come on to the show and tell and chat with Lamar and Phil. And then shortly after, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, we got Ask an Engineer. Mm -hmm. Full hour of Lamar and Phil. We've got some new products, some maker happenings, some news. Yes. Especially with the Maybe Maker some... Fair coming up this yes. weekend. This should be probably some cool guests on the show. Yep, and new products as well. Mm -hmm. So check that out. And then tomorrow is John Park's workshop, live on Thursday at 4 yes. p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to tune in, watch John Park. He's got some great stuff. Doing really awesome make maker uh, sorry minutes. What is it? The make, make code, code minute. minutes. Sorry. Definitely check that my out. Segment. That in no, all of it's my favorite. Oh yeah. So shout out to John and be sure to tune in tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern time on all the usual channels. Yeah, make sure to click on that bell so you get notified every time new videos are posted. That's right. All of your orders go and support everyone at the at the Adafruit, mm -hmm. and uh, we really appreciate you guys doing so, helping us stay venture capital free. Mm -hmm. Let's just do things like puppet shows and yep. this show. Yep, we have no loans. There's no banks. There's no, you know, board of directors like I don't know about this puppet show or this yeah. crazy Halloween project. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that blinker, man. <laughs> Snakes. No. <laughs> so definitely much appreciated every order you guys. Uh, put in and if you want to put in an order don't forget coupon code to this week yes yeah, spunky fruit spooky fruit, <laughs> spooky fruit. Woo. Oh, it's spunky fruit all right guys well th thank you so much for joining us we'll see you guys later tonight but until then don't forget to make a great day bye everybody see you next week guys you've already seen this but can I play this with the music in the back?